that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where are the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Because if not, they would just see me yeah, just no. dancing around, round and just just dancing like a dancing like a loony bin. Yeah, it was a, that was a little happier than the the metal music I wanted to, <laughs> to play. But well, once okay. in a while, that's like okay. the song switch says, it. No, no, switch we gotta it. we gotta start off on a on a happier note, Nick. Fine. I mean, and what's happier than the monkeys? Um, the Beatles. Uh, no, I feel like the Beatles had a couple of downers. Plus that whole they, they had know, a bit of a longer run there. Plus that whole Lennon got shot thing. Oh, that thing. Oh, yeah, well, that, that thing. thing. Yes, that yes. was kind of that was kind of that was a bit of a dark spot. That was a bit of a dark spot. Yeah. Did you know uh, the song "Pleasant Valley Sunday," recorded by the Monkees, uh, was about the very town that we're recording in, West Orange, New Jersey? No, you don't. You don't say. I, I do say. I uh, was that. That sounds like a Trivial Pursuit kind of uh, <laughs> question. There. It's, I get. I, I think that that comes with the. Um, that comes with the. Uh, you just moved to West Orange. Welcome package. Ah. They, they, they tell you that. Oh, okay. So you got the, the book of coupons and everything. Yeah, you got coupons, that as well. And uh, you have a song written about you by the monkeys. Yes, we mean the guys that were on TV. That's that's what the that's what. You see, this says. is good because if they, if I ever go to like a bar trivia thing, yes, this is the information that I'm probably going to have to give them. So that's right. It this, works out perfectly. This could win you the million dollars or a free bar pie, depending on your standards. I guess I'm good either way. <laughs> I'm not picky. So uh, here we are, episode 528. Of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We're calling this one All of Your Toys. Okay, sure. Because um, because our good friend uh, Monty went to Toy Fair this Hell past yes. weekend. Yes. Um, big Kev will be joining us in just a moment, by okay. the by. He says he's two minutes from home and ten minutes from being ready to start. All right, so we'll see him in like a half hour. So about a half an hour. Okay, cool. So thereabouts. Thereabouts. He said, wow, you drew the line real hard there at five minutes after, to which I say, you know, it's not snowing in Hawaii. <laughs> the sacrifices that must be made. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you you moved to Hawaii. We, we got to start without you when the snow is a fallen. Plus, it's ice as well. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. I, I I think my truck with 4x4 skidded out twice. Yeah. Ever so slightly, but it happened. 
and it was going a solid. I mean, I was going a blistering fast, fifteen miles an hour. Right. Uh, when it happens, so. and uh, I'm not interested in taking any more risks in this weather because that last snowstorm that we had last week, mm-hmm. uh, driving home in that, uh, we had a car accident in my family. Nice car. Every- car every- skidded off the road and uh, bounced off a guardrail. Ooh, everyone all right? Everybody was is okay. Good, no, good, nobody good. got nobody got injured. Lots and lots of damage to the car. Yikes. So, uh, but yeah, look, it is what it is. At the end of the day, everybody's happy. It's better than the other way around. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So on that note, just a very quick uh, thank you. Um, It was hard to do. It was a little bit embarrassing, but I did did throw out a GoFundMe there um, for people to help with those repairs. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. And um, it took like two and a half days. And the entire thing was funded. And I was completely floored um, and humbled. And um, a lot of it came from Geek Stuff listeners. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I just, I can't thank you guys enough. I know it's a little bit personal. It's a little no, bit on a downer. Worth, but not really because it's a good story. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, with all, with all the, the, the crappiness that you may hear or see on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Right. It, it's good to hear a good story. People just coming up, coming together and backing up like that. Yes. So. Good and, people here. Good people. And we need we need positive stories because there's going to be negative ones <laughs> in the news. It's inevitable. I, you know, I don't know. We're we're already starting things off, but not following the prep sheet at all. Ah, I screwed the prep well, sheet. Well, sort of. Yes. No, no, it is on the prep sheet. You did put it on there. Captain Marvel. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Oh, fine. <laughs> Do you not want to talk about Captain Marvel? It was one of those things where I felt obligated. Like, you know, this we talk about the latest things yeah. in the geek culture. It needs to get mentioned. But it's no reason to actually be mentioned at the same time. I, I So I don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of time on it. Good. I just want to say that the movie is coming out in a few weeks. Um, critical review from mm-hmm. reviewers has been very positive so far. Yep. I suspect that it's going to be very good. I'm yeah. very much looking forward to it. A lot of people are, yeah. And the very atypical, exactly what you expect out of 2019 pop culture, subculture... Is doing what it does best uh-huh. and being a bunch of assholes, and that's and that's all we're gonna say. I think that's kind of worth it, right? Yeah. So so see the movie for itself. I'm not giving uh, any more credit to the sites that host this sort of nonsense, mm-hmm. but um, but I think it's gonna be a very good movie. And uh, you know, Captain Marvel, a sort of important character in the Marvel comic book universe, itty bitty, um, and and really in the uni- in the cinematic universe, I anticipate. Yeah, I mean it's all anticipation, but I mean, I mean, how many solid movies have they just put together? And after what the last year's worth of films that they put out, I mean, yeah. why? See, I'm getting flustered. Like I'm, I'm trying not to dive I deep into you, it. You, I mean, look, you could go as deep as you want to go. No, I don't but, want to. But the, I know you don't want. The to. The only thing I'm going to say is that the problem with the internet is it gives everybody a voice, right? Even the stupid ones. Yes. And um. Hopefully, this movie is going to shut up a lot of people. I hope so. Uh, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yes. Um, and uh, I hope this uh, this is a big success. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Um, and then I, I will just I will just add to a, a very small thing on top of that. If you follow me on Instagram, I only made one post today. Um, okay. And it was about – it's about gatekeeper culture. All right. In pop culture. So it's pretty much about this old guard of people – and even some members of the new guard who feel that it is within their right and power to tell people what should and should not be accepted or who should and should not be accepted in geek culture. That is asinine. It is asinine. In so many levels. And, and you know, I'm an old man, Nick. 
Are you now? I've, I've been around a couple of years. You've been around the block. I've been around the block. Okay. And and the younger generation of- And it was your birthday, too, this It was. It was, my, it was my birthday Getting this past older, weekend. man. Happy every, birthday. Every year. And I only yeah. got 15 or 16 new gray hairs as a result. So, Proud of you. So that's good. But, but growing up- um, it's not just the cliche that you see in old movies. Mm-hmm. There was a nerd table in the cafeteria. Yeah. I sat at the nerd table. <laughs> I, and I was proud to sit at the nerd table. So don't get me wrong. But, mm-hmm. but you know, kids today who like to try to cram down the throat of other nerds what they should and shouldn't like. Or mm-hmm. tell those nerds that they're idiots or that they're not real nerds. or They don't understand what it was like to actually have a nerd table. Because because now geek is chic and everybody's a nerd. Yes, yeah. it's, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? But just just think, just think a little bit about those things. Like we should be embracing nerd culture. And I'm yes. not saying you have to love everything no, that comes out of it because clearly you have. An it's opinion. not possible. It's not possible. But that being said, just if it doesn't affect you, just move on with your life. That goes along. That can be applied to many things. The the one aspect I will compare it to is kind of like when you're a kid. And if you had a neighbor who said, you know, you're get off my lawn or you had a grandparent that says kids today, you know, when I was your age, we did blah, blah, blah. Right. And I remember specifically when I was a kid, I'm sure other people did the same thing. Like, oh, well, I'll never be like that. Right. I'll never do. I'll never say things like that. And not only are we saying things like that, but we're cranking it up to 11. Right. And yeah. and that's the problem right there. People just need to take a deep breath and realize that it's OK to accept others. And, or and not to be out. Don't be outraged by things. That's yeah. I think, the other aspect of things. Just to kind of add on to it, just the outrage for no reason. You know, and again, if you if you hate it or you don't, just move on. It doesn't. It really, at the end of the day, it just doesn't affect you. Absolutely right. That's that's the, that's the end. There's of only that. so many hours in the day. Why be pissed off? That's right. Ooh, Big Kev has joined us in the Instagram room. Yay. Which means he's only moments away from joining us on the uh, on the Skype. It's exciting. I'm sure. Let me see if I can get this. There we go. All right. I just want to make sure the screen is up for when he does it. All, All right. right. Let's uh, let's move forward with some of these things. Okay. In the news. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. The Inevitable. Yeah. I mean, did anybody not see this coming? Uh, I think there was like an over-under on the time when it was going to happen. So right. No. Oh, is that him? That, that is Big Kev. Oh, is that the Kev? That is the Kev. The Kev that is big. I don't know why I... Press the button. Yeah, I'm trying. Press the button. I'm pressing the Press button. Press the button. I'm pressing the button. The button's not pressing. Oh, man. What, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Come on, button. Where, where's the Again, button? I've been listening to this podcast, I'm going to say since, like, October 2018 <sighs> to 2008. You see me pressing the button, right? I'm and, pressing the button. But everything looks just so much put together from the other side of <laughs> the podcast. I was pressing the button. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, here we go. Right, Take two. I hope this is an exciting podcast. Uh, there it is. You for, saw for me. I was pressing to. the yeah, button. Yeah, you pressed the button. Uh, eventually. <laughs> Hi, big Kev. Hey, I you? see you, Kev. Hi. Hi. Be almost can I, here. Can I be a part of all of the show as well? Yes, all of the show. All of the rest of it. I, I haven't yeah. seen a request in, in Instagram. Really? Yet, if that's what you're referring to. Really? You sure? Yeah, you I want... see that you joined the chat room. I don't uh-huh. see the little notification I'm, that I'm says... I'm looking... At a box that says "request in," I don't. I don't see that. Unbelievable. I, I don't see it. You kids play nice. Yeah, I know. You don't see it because you don't want to see it. Now it popped up. There you go. 
And done. See, but it wasn't there a moment ago. It just popped up. Anyway. We were talking Big Kev. We were talking about acceptance about two minutes ago. (laughs) That went off the rails. That went off the rails real quick. Uh, No, we were just about to talk about Netflix canceling Jessica Jones and... Punisher. um, Jessica Jones and uh, Punisher. Have you switched things around in the studio? I have switched things around a little bit, yes. Okay, because it seems like I'm looking at the Instagram feed and I can't, I can see Nick and a flag and some stuff, but I don't see you. Oh, I think that, I think the phone moved a little bit. That's okay. Oh, I see. see. Um, I'll fix that during the break. I'm not standing back up again. I'm far too late. Wonderful. My request is in, by the way. I know. I record. God damn it, Big Kev. Jesus Christ. I saw. I know. It's my fault. I know. Maybe if we had held out more than five minutes when I said I was going to be late, we wouldn't be going through this now. Maybe if you were more specific in how late you were going to be, and it's also not snowing or icing in Hawaii. Not, not. I know because that's the only reason anyone's ever late. No, no. The point is that we don't feel like being here. Hi, Instagram. I have to lower the volume on the phone. We don't feel like being here all night in the ice and snow. That's the point. Hey, I don't feel like being uh, here all night in the ice and snow either. You don't see me bitching about it though. Well. I mean, saying no, but you're bitching. Anyways, Netflix acceptance two minutes ago. (laughs) Acceptance. There is no acceptance, Nick. Only Zool. Only Zool. All right. So we were talking about Netflix canceling Punisher and Jessica Jones or about. What a surprise. Right. No one is shocked by this. This is literally. um, Yeah, no one. No one. No one is shocked by this. We knew it was coming. Um, It was only a matter of time. I think we're still getting Jessica Jones season three. That is still oh, going to be a thing. Skippy. I hope uh, we get uh, to see Kristen Ritter filled out like an application one more time. Oh, you're terrible. Sorry. I don't like that show. I, you didn't like Jessica Jones? I did not like Jessica oh, Jones. I, Go I, back I and one? listen to the episode, sir. I did not like Jessica I, Jones. That's a lot of work. Um, so, <laughs> but Arrested Development's coming to Netflix, though. Arrested Especially Development we, is coming. Just back. constantly doing new ones—that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just stop and just listen to some of the old ones instead. That's it. But you know, you can do that, OG, if you join our Patreon. That's right, Patreon backslash BK Geek Stuff. Patreon.com. See how I BK Geek Stuff. see how I slip that in there. I know that you're nice. you're about the promotion. Just so. like just like you want to see Luke Cage slip one in there to. Jessica Jones. Anyway, oh, moving forward. Very nice. <laughs> Full circle. Wow, that was almost that was almost KJ in its uh, <laughs> complexity. All right. Um, Ghostbusters. Speaking of, of downloading some DNA. Oh Jesus. Ghostbusters and Transformers are going to team up this summer in uh, IDW in a comics crossover. To which I promptly say, why? I love both because of these properties. IDW will cross anything with anything without regard whatsoever for how stupid an idea that it is. I, 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 I don't I don't I don't disagree. Every single month I go through the previews catalog and I get to the IDW section, my first thought is always, what fucking nonsense are they gonna try to mash together this time? Right. And I am never ever disappointed i i hear you i next next i want to see them mash up uh milk and cheese and mouse guard that'd be different <laughs> this also comes this also comes, be, this also comes uh well a week or two weeks after they did a army of darkness bubba hotep crossover comic but at least 
But no, I don't. S- You're about to defend it, and don't. I No, I am about <laughs> to defend it, because I could see a potential crossover there, because at least Army of Darkness and Ash deals with supernatural undead things. Okay. And Bubba Hotep is a supernatural undead horror comedy. So I see, and you know, obviously, Bruce Campbell, blah, blah, blah. But I see the potential for a crossover there. Uh-huh. However, I, I mean... All right, so so here's so here's where we here's where we're gonna jump around a little bit. Go on. I don't feel like I need a Ghostbusters Transformers comic book. Okay. However, yes, I do need the Ghostbusters Transformers toy that was at Toy Fair. I will agree with that. Yes, <laughs> See, I that definitely I agree need. with that. I need like three or four of them just because. I'd be good with just the one. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to see it yeah. at Toy Fair, but uh, a large bouncer said go away. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like Hasbro. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's move past that. We'll get to Toy Fair in segment two of the show. By okay. The way. Uh, Neil Gaiman is set to revive Jim Henson's... Uh, oh, oh, no. You're not skipping the Captain Marvel story, oh, are no, you? Oh, we talked about that. Oh, you did? Yeah, we talked about that very quickly. We we don't want to give too much credit to... Shitheads. ...to that story or to those Oh, people. I see. So we, we that's mentioned exactly that. where where I was going yeah. with that as well. We, Fucking shitheads. Yeah, we mentioned it, and that that'll be it. So Neil Gaiman is set to revive Jim Henson's The Storyteller. Good. Um, for television, he's working with the Jim Henson Company to bring The Storyteller back to TV. I miss The Storyteller. Did you ever watch The Storyteller? I, I watched. It. I don't remember watching it in a whole lot of it. I yeah. remember watching it. I love Jim Henson. Um, so. I think this is this has a lot of potential. It was it essentially was Jim Henson's attempt at like amazing stories. Amazing stories. Yeah. Right? Like Spielberg did amazing stories. Henson did the Jim Henson's like I could do that shit with puppets. With puppets. Quite literally. But but I mean there were some really creepy ones. Mm-hmm. Um there were some lighthearted ones, if I recall correctly. They were hosted by Jim, right? The the show started off with Jim introducing it wasn't he with a lion, <laughs> like a, a puppet lion or Maybe. something like that. I don't know I why suddenly that. I'm not remembering that, but you might be right. Um, but yeah, look, I I like Neil Gaiman's writing prowess. Um, I like that this is the Jim Henson Company, and not Disney, Disney. with the Jim Henson Company. Not that I have anything against Disney, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm happy that they're sort of out of the loop on this. I, I'm just happy the fact that I, I feel like. You know, the Jim Henson entities, you know, the Muppets, whatever, yeah. anything else under that company gets recognition for another generation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because if this if they find out about the Muppets, about any other movies that he worked on, um, I mean, that's a bonus because that needs to be recognized. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, the nice thing is I, I'm a big fan of practical effects, real Me too. effects. Me too. Um not that I don't love CGI and bombastic films. But it can be done too much, but I which like, kills it. Yeah, I like practical effects. One of the things I liked best about um, J.J. Abrams coming to Star Wars was mm-hmm. that his insistence on having um, a certain amount of practical effects in the film. And weren't some of the practical effects so good people thought they were CGI? Well, what we all saw yep. BB-8 for the first time, we were convinced it was CGI until it rolled out on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I mean, and, you know, there was there was a couple of characters as well as the background characters that were physical effects as well. Oh, a yeah, lot that, of them. That one that one shopkeeper sort of 
the one that actually kind of looked like a frowd creation almost yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one. Yeah, there were a few. So the, yeah, uh, there were a few. Did you, did you, speaking of Star Wars, not to derail the conversation about uh, Neil Gaiman, um, did you see the picture that JJ tweeted out? Which picture was that? Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and the other one. Um, they're all hugging because they wrapped filming. Oh, yes, on, because filming on it wrapped. Yeah. That's it. Skywalker saga, done. Done. Or, or is it? Fun, no, fun, it's fun. Because that, because somehow, I don't understand how, but somehow that Ryan Johnson trilogy apparently is still being like worked on somehow. Why would it not be worked on? Well, because of the flack of uh, episode eight, I yes. figured it would be dead. But I, I think that that Disney, in its look at the checkbook wisdom, mm -hmm. which they do on occasion. Huh? Was able to write off all of that bullshit. Yeah, because... I know, but see, the problem is, I, I, rather than see another Ryan Johnson, uh, 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 another Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie, I would much rather see another Solo movie. I, I, I get that, I get that, but, but I liked what Ryan Johnson did with Star Wars, and if he's going to do a unique trilogy outside of the Skywalker storyline i'm interested to see what that is at minimum okay that's all fair um and fair. I, again i think you know the 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 movie not only did blockbuster numbers in the box office but it also did uh outstanding in dvd and blu-ray sales right um and digital downloads and all of that other things so that movie despite all of the angry stompy feats did quite well and disney i don't think was afraid to shy away from that um in the Barely Anybody Cares portion of tonight's news, Ooh. Gwyneth Paltrow is announcing her exit from the from the, uh, from the the MCU. She's a bit too old to be in a suit and all at this point. She says, as, as RDJ, who was still in the suit, is how many years her elder? Not uh, I honestly don't know. Is he? Is he? The, I mean, I'm sure he's older than her. I don't know how much uh, older. Even if it's even if it's five or six years, only five or six years older. Robert Downey's fifty-three. And how old is Gwyneth? Gwyneth's not in her fifties, is she? She is. Do 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 forty-six. Okay, so he almost has ten years on her, and he ain't afraid to put on the suit. I think honestly, I think this is Gwyneth sort of. I think this is twofold. I think it's her sort of seeing the writing on the wall. Mm -hmm. Like, how much more involvement can Pepper have and does Pepper need to have? She's one of, She wants to bow gracefully. And she wants to just go out before she gets canned mm -hmm. or killed off. Because if she bows out and says, look, I'm done, that gives her the opportunity to change her mind in five years when they want a Pepper cameo, you know, with her at at Stark Laboratories as Stark slides into that mm -hmm. leader role. You know what I which mean? Is, which is what I hope he does. Right. Well, that's what we all... Because we don't... No one wants to see RDJ leave the universe no. entirely. No. Right? So if he takes on the Fury role in some way, shape, or form... Hope. Um, you know, that leaves the door open for a cameo by Gwyneth or by Pepper. Mm-hmm. If they if she changes her mind, if they change their mind, I think this is her way of kind of saying, "Look, I'm gonna go before they kill me off, before I'm a casualty of a guy with snappy fingers." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. 
Um, this is probably the most exciting thing to me in the news this week. I'm not going to lie. Oh, boy. Uh, oh. The Marvel podcast, Wolverine, The Lost Trail, oh, yeah. uh, is coming on March 25th. So now this is a follow-up to what I assume is... Um, the Long Night. The Long Night. Uh, following the events of Marvel's The Long Night, Logan returns to New Orleans in search of redemption, only to discover that his ex-lover, Maureen, is nowhere to be found, and she's not the only one. Dozens of humans and mutants have gone missing, including the mother of a teenage boy, Marcus Baptiste. With Weapon X in close pursuit, Logan and Marcus must team up and follow a trail of clues that leads them deep into the gothic heart of the bayou where they encounter biker gangs, Cajun thieves, and a world of wonders that defies explanation. It is here that they find Greenhaven, a refuge run by a powerful mutant named Joseph Wingard. So, Jason. Jason, sorry. Um, so I really liked that was, Wolverine podcast. It was really good. It was really good. Um, and I was Ooh. hoping that they followed up with it in some way. Um, I know that they're talking about doing Jason Wingard. Why I do know, I know I, that name? Because well, I also feel like Marcus Baptiste, like there's significance to the last name Baptiste too in the Marvel universe, in the comic book universe. I'm, I'm finding out right now. Um, I also wonder if the reference to Cajun thieves is uh, some way potentially a tie-in to Gambit. I hope they have what's-his-name doing the voice. Channing Tatum. The one, the one who's never making the film. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wait, Jason Wingard. Oh, that's... uh, He's Black King. I don't remember who Black King is. From... from uh, Wait, hold on. Oh, it looks like, it looks like Gambit is cast in this. Gene oh, Gambit's cast in So Wingard. the show's cast Mastermind. also includes Bill Irwin as... Legion as Jason Wingard. Oh, yeah, Bill Bell Heck. Heck the, ba the Ballad of Buster Scruggs as, as Remy LeBeau. LeBeau. Yeah, okay. It's Mastermind. Oh, okay. Okay. Jason Wingard is Mastermind. Okay, cool. The, the last okay. podcast was good. I waited till it was uh, free on iTunes. Yes, uh, I remember there was a, because I forgot, it was on Stitcher, I think, before. It was. I don't have a Stitcher account, but, um, and I don't know if they had all the commercials on it during in the Stitcher version? Not if you have the Stitcher Premium, no. Okay. Um, I mean, I think it was worth waiting, I, right. but I thought it was really good. Um, at the same time, it's if you really need it, wait till all the podcasts are out, and then you can just binge listen to them. Right. Um, but it was really damn good, the last one. Well, if, I, actually would, I actually would like to have more of that kind of content. If Stitcher handles it the way they've handled some of their other podcasts, um, if you get the premium subscription you actually get the first three or four episodes right away. Okay. And then they roll out a few. So if Stitcher has like a 30-day trial, I don't know if they have a trial, but if they have yeah. a trial, you potentially could sign up for the free trial, binge it. And you're good. And you're good. Uh, if you can't wait for it to go free, but mm -hmm. I'm sure that it will go free. Um, did we lose Kev? At some point in time. We did lose Kev, but the call has not hung up. So he should pop back on as soon as his... Uh, as soon as we stretch out this sentence. Sorry, as soon as his connection re reconnects. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, we got a couple more things to get through. Okay. Before we take our very first break here. Fantastic. Um, let's see. The banana splits. Do you yeah, you were you were excited about this. Yeah. So the banana splits was one of those weird, um, Sid and Marty Croft shows. Back in, I don't know, the seventies. Okay. I guess. 
Um, do you remember the Sid and Marty Croft shows? I know nothing Sigmund about this. Sigmund the Sea Monster, and uh, I'm trying to think of what was the other one he had. He had a few. Um, These things are frightening looking. What was the What were the other Sid and Marty Croft shows? It was Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, and there, there was another one that was really, really HR Puff and stuff. Okay, was Sid and Marty Croft, and then the Banana Splits. So, um, it looks like Sci-Fi has purchased the rights to the Banana Splits, and they're bringing them back. And and to me, to me, it sounds like. I don't know why Instagram just kicked out too. That's weird. Right, row. Uh, what happened? That's really bizarre. World. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, it sounds like to me that, um, Sci-Fi bought the rights to make a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out how to do it, and went with this route instead. So, they're taking <laughs> this. They're taking this innocent sort of kids child show, and they're turning it into a horror movie. Um, in the upcoming horror thriller, a young boy named Harley and his family attend a taping of the Banana Splits TV show, which is supposed to be a fun-filled birthday for young Harley and business as usual for Rebecca, their producer of the series. But things take an unexpected turn and the body count quickly rises. Can Harley, his mom, and their new pals safely escape? It sounds pretty good. It sounds interesting. It sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, again, I know nothing about the banana splits, so it's not like they're pulling on nostalgia heartstrings here. Right. But it sounds like something that's, I don't want to say that's original that could work because it's not, you know, technically original. Uh, but it's a, it's an intriguing way to approach the project. Yeah, for sure. At the same time. Now, I don't know if it's going to be horror like uh, Goosebumps kind of horror or Tales from the Crypt kind of horror. Um but I'm definitely intrigued to the point where I want to check this out. Yeah. And I, I don't know, because it describes it as an upcoming horror thriller. So I don't I don't know exactly what that means, but we'll see. It seems like something, like, uh, you know, because uh, have, have you heard of Shudder? No. It's the, I believe it's called Shudder. It's the uh, the Netflix of horror. Okay. So it's a streaming service just for that. Um, they were, it's pretty cheap from what I can recall. I see, plan starting at four bucks, actually. Um, but it seems like something where I'm a little surprised I haven't heard it, anything there. Like it hasn't been making any headlines, but some of the trailers from, from the horror stuff from there seem intriguing enough where I'm close to getting it. And so it's, is it all original content? It's, I believe it's mix. Oh, okay. I, okay. I haven't looked into it, um, in a while. Um, cause I just know I'm going through one of those long stretches where I'm not, like I'm, I'm, I have Netflix, but I'm not watching Netflix. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where I'm probably going to get it eventually. Uh, but it just seems like it would do kind of well there at the same time. Hmm. But again, I don't know how much money they have backing it to get the rights for some of these things. Right. Exactly. Cause even like child's play, like that would be really cool if it was on there, but I think that went to That's spike. I was no. going to was sci-fi for oh, some maybe reason. It was also, no, you're right. I think it was sci-fi also. Which is which that seems kind of weird. Yeah, but. And, and that whole Child's Play reboot, he's a robot now. Yeah. I'm yeah. willing to give it a chance, though. Yeah, I mean, I like Child's Play, but... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 was a top-selling game this past January. I don't think anybody is shocked by that. No. Um, Kingdom Hearts is probably one of the most anticipated games of the past 10 years. I tried understanding the the order of the game titles and the storyline going 
between everything, and that was very convoluted. Well, there are, there are three main, there are three core games. Yes. But then there are like six or seven DS games. Yeah. So it's hard to follow the story. I saw a video on the YouTubes. The YouTubes, like you do. Uh, like you do. Where someone had cut together all of the cinematic story elements. Oh, that's really cool. Everything leading up to Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. That you can watch is almost like a short movie. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. To catch you up. I didn't realize it was that bad until um, the one YouTube channel I watch a ton is uh, Cinemassacre, the angry video game yep. nerd. Uh-huh. And uh, his chronologically confused video on Kingdom Hearts really just showed how what a clusterfuck it can be. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing worse than Kingdom Hearts is probably Zelda, or the or the Zelda games. Yeah, but at least Zelda was always one. Oh no, no, no! No, it's all, all the Game because, Boy. Because you also have multiple. You also have multiple links. Yeah, They're not all the same link. Yeah, right? I, so you have you have NES, NES, Super NES, N sixty four. You've got a Wii game. You've got a bunch of DS games. You can even go uh, the the 3DO if you want to go, uh, there you go that way route as well. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you know, there's a million Zelda games out there, and they're all over the place. They jump all over timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Coke Logic is going to talk a little bit about Zelda in uh, game stuff because he talks about that Nintendo Direct event. So nice. we'll get to that um, there. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts three came out. It was one of the most anticipated games. Um, let's see. I don't know when it for I don't remember when the very first game came out, but who knows? Two thousand one ish. Is that when it was? It's, I'm kind of guessing off the top of my head, maybe three something like that. Um, I mean, it feels like it was that long ago. Yeah. All right, let's quickly do. Um, you know what? Let's. We're gonna skip some of these other things on the prep sheet. All right. Because I want you me in segment one before we get to segment two. I want you to share with us your pain and woe. Ah. Because we've all been down this route. Mm-hmm. And particularly, I have been down this route recently. Oh, you with too. This, with this particular carrier. Now, I had a better resolution than you had. Oh, good for you. And that I actually got my package. Nice. Um, and also, what I was getting was replaceable. Ah. But, <laughs> but, but, but speak to us of your tales against FedEx. All right. First of all... Um... The company can go fuck itself. Yes. The end. No. Uh, so as I know, I'm probably mentioning for like the 10th time um, in the last few episodes, uh, big Daredevil fan. Yes. Um, Alex Maleev, he did uh, an amazing run on uh, Daredevil in the volume two with Blee Bendis. Right. Um, and I just think it's one of the most unique, beautiful, and kind of just powerful um, illustrations. I'm saying illustrations loosely um, for a comic. Right. On Alex's Twitter uh, account, he posted um, some pages that he found, 50-year-old pages, watercolor paper, in his uncle's attic. And he decided to do a Daredevil sketch on it. or A painting. Design. Yeah, watercolors. And I thought it was fantastic. I love the yellow suit. I honestly like the yellow suit more than the red. So do I. I I think it just makes sense for the character with his backstory. And it just it feels right. I always liked it. And this pose that that you're seeing right now... um, well, at least Matt is in uh, uh, yeah. the prep sheet. Um, it just looks fantastic. I love the pose, and and we worked out a deal very fast. He sent out the confirmation number. Waiting. I'm waiting. Got a little distracted the day it was supposed to show up, so I didn't realize until the next day, like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. What's going on? Turned out FedEx delivered it to 
the wrong house. They said that the shipping label was not um, was not clear enough, so they delivered to a house. To my reply is, so you delivered it to what you thought was the closest one instead of just bringing it back to the shipment center right, and right. trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. This lasted, I want to say, 12 days. Oh, my God. From we found out there's a problem to you're shit out of luck. Right. And the main problem is that because apparently there were like notes upon notes and notes. The shipping center, they were barely lifting a goddamn finger to actually do anything about it. Right. Now, I've gotten something from FedEx that cost 20 bucks, and I had to be there to sign the goddamn thing. I know. I got something. I'm not going to give the price, but it was expensive. It right. was a few bills. And, you know, just, just leave it. They left it on the porch. Yeah. And they said, well, did you try talking to the person at the house? Right. Their reply was, well, we left notices. So you haven't talked to anybody at the house. Right. You're leaving notices, assuming the driver's even doing that. Correct. So basically, they said, well, it's not really our fault. It's, it's in this case, Alex's. And so my reply is, there's a different town on there. You delivered to the wrong town. Yeah, the right. You weren't even Everything close. was right. You went, you, were, you went with the closest one, and you took a fucking guess. So luckily, uh, Alex is being really – he's giving me a bunch of options. Yeah. He's uh, reporting some claims. I am going to – I am going to uh, – Leave messages with the FedEx because for discrepancy it was reports. Insured on his end. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, but he he's looking to make do on this. But at the same time, I realized he's an artist. Like this is literally how he makes a living. Right. So I'm able to be patient about it. Um, but it is absolutely asinine the fact that this company is just not really taking this seriously because they kept saying over and over, "Well, we'll replace it for you." It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's an original art piece, dummies. Yes, and I kept saying over and over. And I was screaming at them on the phone. And what was even better is the fact that the same day, um, I also found out that uh, 1-800-Flowers also delivered flowers to the wrong address as well that I had sent to my girlfriend. So oh. it was perfect. It was just a day of just yelling at people on the phone. You know, I, so I had a problem with FedEx a couple weeks ago. Um, I forget what it was I was getting. I don't remember what it was. But it, it was Whatever something it was. that I needed, okay. something that I had ordered that shipped via FedEx. Um, and... Uh, uh, I got the notice that um, they couldn't deliver it because the office was closed. Okay. Now, this was coming to my home. Okay. So, so they came, according to the note, they came after business hours. To your house? To my house. Okay. And so they couldn't leave it. So, yeah. so I started the whole complaint process, filing um, complaints, tracking, all that stuff. I, I took to social media. Which is what I did as well. Because that's how you get... Actual people. Actual people to reply to you. Um, and in order to re deal with FedEx on social media, you have to follow them on Twitter so that they can direct message you and you can actually speak to a okay. human, which I did. And I forgot to unfollow them. So I'm still following them. Now, the only reason I've maintained my following of them is because I get some sort of twisted joy out of watching people lambast them daily. It happened to my friend. Um, who Over how not, bad they are. It happened to my friend. Luckily, it was nothing like like crazy expensive like right. what we're talking about. But he works from home. They said, I want to say on three occasions that they went to his door when he was home. Yeah. No one no one left a, a thing on the door. No one, called, no one rang the doorbell because his dog would have freaked out. And it's really just absolute laziness and pure stupidity. 
And they're just trying to pass along the problems. Of course. So, which is why I say, fuck you, FedEx. Right. Going UPS or uh, uh, United States Postal Office uh, Service next time. But this it, is absolutely asinine. Here's the problem, though. So yes. in your case, you were dealing with um, a small business where maybe going forward you have that level of control. Perhaps, yes. You could say to this guy, look, I've had really bad – or someone like Alex because I understand this isn't his fault. No, it's not. So you, you, know, you could say to someone like that. Like an Etsy seller. Hey, look, I've had problems with FedEx in the past. Can we use an alternative option? I understand that might be an increased shipping cost. I'll cover the cost. Can we use somebody else? Mm -hmm. But there are some major companies that only deal with FedEx. And that, so your hands I, are tied. Yeah, I think the only one is when I ordered like dog food for my dog. I think that's yeah. the only other time I can really recall having FedEx delivered to my house. Like I just got a package today in the mail. Now mm -hmm. it showed up uh, from FedEx. It didn't come to the mail. It, sh <laughs> it showed up. So thumbs up to that regard but it came from big bad toy store that's how they deliver packages that's it that they deal with fedex okay so it's like you know what are you supposed to do when you deal with a company at that scale you know yeah you're, you're kind unfortunately in some cases you're kind of bent over the proverbial couch as it were. maybe the only thing you can do if you have no choice is like you have to be there to sign it yeah but then again they can deliver to still somebody else and they're just going to scribble a name uh, right, like the way some people do it with like, credit card receipts. So exactly, I know this is a long rant, but um, no, we're allowed. We all oh, have our okay. rants. Okay, all right, but uh, yeah, FedEx and one eight hundred flowers. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, right before Kev came back in Skype, we were saying how dumb he is. So we all rant sometimes. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, oh, where are you? Hi, sweetheart. Hey, buddy. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I'm. I'm just plagued with difficulties today. Well, plagued. Your your return to the show is perfect because uh, with that big Kev, we're going to take our first break. <laughs> oh, well, with that OG, uh, let's take our first break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode five hundred and twenty-eight. Yes, uh, the one we called "I Don't Know" because I was late. All of your toys is what we call this one. All of your toys, very clever. And uh, we will be we will be right back. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You want me help? Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. This is Robert Kelly, and you're listening to Game Stuff with that hunk of shit host, Coke Logic. Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. It was 35 minutes long, and while we didn't hear anything about Metroid Prime Trilogy or Animal Crossing, there was a laundry list of games, all coming to the Nintendo Switch. Games like Mario Maker 2, an adorable remake of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, 
It's that Game Boy game from like 20 years ago that everyone liked. But now with the 3D Dot Heroes art style. A new game from Platinum Games titled Astral Chain. Tetris 99, a Tetris Battle Royale game. OG oh, stream that one. You might want to talk a little bit more about that. Fire Emblem Three Houses, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Yoshi's Crafted World, Dragon Builders 2, and many more games that are set to be released from March to July. The only game without a date was Legend of Zelda, but hopefully that's out this year. It looked very far along. <laughs> New releases! Jump Force is a 3v3 fighting game with a roster consisting of anime characters from different shows. Shows like Bleach, Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh, and more. The combat is fast and furious. And here's a box quote for you: Really cool looking. Three players per team, but you share a single health bar, and it looks fun. Except for when the game's not in combat. The hyper-realistic textures and lighting makes the characters look freakish and bizarre. The story cutscenes are downright creepy. But for a good time, check out Jump Force, which is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> After a very long time in development and multiple delays, Crackdown 3 is finally here. And it sucks. The imprecise movement, the mediocre shooting, the brain-dead AI, unsatisfying graphics, and pretty much a game that hasn't evolved past the original, even with a decade of third-person action shooters that have done so much more. There are so many other games that offer more variety, I don't know why you would play Crackdown 3. If you wanted to feel nostalgic, go play the original Crackdown in 4K on your Xbox One, which was recently given away for free. Crackdown 3 is out now for a gutsy $60 on Xbox One and PC, if you have money to burn. Now exclusive to the Epic Game Launcher for one year, Metro Exodus has been released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Metro Exodus is the third game in the series, I think. I lost count. It's the story of survival in a post-apocalyptic Russian wasteland. It's very cold, it's very gray, and very brutal. Metro Exodus has been released to mixed reviews, and you can't really tell which reviews are factual when so many children have review-bombed Metacritic because the publisher made a last-minute deal to be exclusive to the Epic Games launcher for one year. You know, in exchange for money, like all competitive businesses. So go check out YouTube. If you like what you see, give the game a try. The series has a fan base rabid enough to review bomb, so someone's buying these games. Metro Exodus is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Epic launcher. <laughs> and finally, if you enjoyed the Resident Evil 2 remake, here's some more content. Ghost Survivors DLC is available now, and it's free. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. They're pinky and the brain. Yes, pinky and the brain. If it's so cold in there, why is the fan on? Because it's it's cold outside, but it's hot in the office. Oh, I see. Because I'm in an old steam house, and heat rises. Welcome back to this week's episode hey. of Big Geek Stuff, episode 500. Oh, I thought it was OG's science stuff yeah. for a moment. Sorry for thick kids, clouds and steam, heat rises. Ooh. Um. So yeah, uh, episode 528, the one we're calling All Your Toys. Yeah. We are back. We had a um, 
We had a beautiful word from our sponsor, the fine folks at Build R2D2. Build R2D2.com. Coming to could, an end. Could could be the last week for that. Could be the last week for the Build R2D2 commercial. Because we're moving yep. on. But we're moving on. Before we move on, don't forget you can give them a call if you'd like to get in on this. Yes. Does anybody have that number handy in front of 877 544 6779. There you go. To get in on the Build Your Own. Uh, once one half scale, right? R2D2. Um, it comes with lights and sounds, working parts, moving parts. It's fancy. Um, it is, uh, it is app controlled. It is a beautiful, uh, beautiful piece of technology. If you're an R2D2 and a Star Wars fan, something definitely you want to check them out. So check them out at buildr2d2.com. Also during the break, we had uh, new game stuff by the always amazing Co-Clock. Mm -hmm. Um, he talked about a lot of good stuff. That Nintendo Direct, uh, the Nintendo Direct uh, 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 panel, newscast, what was it called? Broadcast. I'm not, I can't find the right word. Presentation. There you go. Whatever the sure. hell it was. Um, uh, a lot of good stuff coming out of that. I know that you had some questions about Tetris 99. Yeah, I was asking you before because, uh, like I said before, I'm all about like some of the older games. Yeah. Um, and I, I still don't know anything about it, but I want you to inform me. So uh, Tetris 99 is a terribly fun game. Uh-oh. Um, it is for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Um, only for the Switch? Only for the Switch. All right. Uh, you play, you're playing Tetris online against 98 other players. Okay. And as they create lines, it has the ability to add additional blocks to your playing field all right so it's fast paced and high stressed but it's a lot of fucking fun all right you uh, played it i have i've actually i've played it on twitch a couple of times as well i've streamed it because i think i people have a, a good time laughing at me cursing at my and how sweat. can people curse at you on twitch uh, if they go how, to twitch.com backslash stuff og okay. Do that. okay wow um, monty that was as subtle as a roach on a white rug so um, i'm just waiting for your scap to freeze out in like two more seconds that's, that's okay um, yep that's it but uh, the best I've done is I've made it to uh, sixth place out of ninety nine. That's not bad. That's pretty good. But oh. did you did you find the pigeon? Did you get the pigeons yet? In no, I still have not caught the Son pigeons in Spider Man, and I still also <laughs> cannot get the that one drone from the research mission. Yeah, I'm just trying to get like one more benchmark, and I beat everything. In yeah, the game. no, I hate you. So anyway, um, can I can can I just ask a question, Monty? The art, the Alex Maleev art that you lost, is it this Daredevil piece? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That's why I, was... I want it. I hope it gets diverted to me. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be diverted to you than lost in the lost ether in the of things. Or, But if you see it on eBay, uh, it's the only one he created. So, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there was so much cursing um, in on the phone with FedEx. So There was salty you, language. Are you, are you comfortable talking about what you paid for that? I think I'd... I paid above uh, two dollars for it. Okay. Just to give like you an idea. Like two and a half dollars, or no, no, like you know, eight quarters. It was above that price. Got it. Yeah. Um, Walmart to sell exclusive black uh, Batman black and white mini statues. Well, here's an alert. One, um, they're plastic. Mm -hmm. Two, they're all the ones that they've already issued, just reissued in four inch. Three, if you buy them at your local comic book store, 
like Gotham Comics in beautiful Caldwell, New Jersey. Hell yeah. They actually have an additional figure in each box that will not be in the Walmart box. Yes, but uh, I will say so. I did see these uh, figures at Toy Fair. They do look fantastic. Yeah. Um, all Honestly, all the, the DC stuff just... Oh, well, what a nice fantastic. transition. Why don't we go right into DC stuff I would from Toy love Fair. to because they had by far the best... You know, I just think overall, like it was right. the one, it was the one, probably the one spot where I'm like, I want one of those, I want two of these, and uh, everything I can grab from from those. That is often the way when you visit the DC booth. I'm glad it was the last booth I actually got a chance to like yeah. get the tour in at the same time. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, they have the bombshells coming out. I have almost all the bombshells. I'm missing just like the last year's worth okay. of them, so I could just grab those easily. Um, all right, so where to start with the DC stuff? So I, I want to get your pictures in front of me, Monty, so that we can talk about that. Yeah, because the pictures are going to be going up on the, on the Facebook, Facebook page yeah. uh, right. later on. Um, but for the DC stuff, I want to say, I think the, the, the most unique item they might have had there, because it's debatable, uh, is the, the Mexican wrestler lines of okay. figures that they're putting out. So they're going to do Batman. They're going to do uh, Superman. They're going to do Wonder Woman. Uh, they're going to do, uh, Meta- I think it was Metallo, Deathstroke, and I'm missing one other figure. I can't remember what. But the, I like the, the color schemes, the right. figures themselves. Uh, it was just creative and it was different okay. uh, compared to anything else. Um, they're doing uh, a metal line off of the, the recent comic book. Nice. Um, again, the colors just pop. Like they're, they're unique. Um, certain figures can be positioned certain ways. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be selling it, which kind of wish they would. Uh, but they had on this cool kind of like rock formation, uh, which just kind of helped them pop out a little bit more uh, and just made them, I mean, for lack of a better term, like they, they looked like they were more action poses. They were, they were more sure. kind of like they were more in motion. They were just dynamic. Static. Yes, exactly. Um, but by far, they had the nicest people there. They did a great walkthrough. Uh, they're doing a one scale Harley Quinn uh uh, statue with yes. uh, sideshow, which so I believe it's going to be about maybe five ish feet tall. So if you want that in the corner of your room, <laughs> uh, you can have that for some reason. Uh, they're doing a new line of a Batman animated series. Nice. Uh, the coolest one was Batman on the motorcycle. Uh, oh, which nice. That's I feel cool. like that's going to be really popular because I felt like in a lot of, he was, in, I want to say a lot of episodes, uh, but there was a bunch of episodes where that was the case. Uh, and if it's anything like the quality of the Batmobile that they put out in that line, mm-hmm. um, it'll be amazing. So, And they're also doing the, this Engines of Chaos, which was Poison Ivy on, I don't want to say a Vespa, but uh, a unique bike. And Batman also on a, it's like Mad Max meets Batman motorcycle kind of combo, uh, which really looks fantastic. Uh, I should turn my computer so you can see. Uh, again, the colors did, just. Did you email us that link, or did you? Sir, I, did sent, you I sent you. I sent you. I sent you a Google Drive link of that. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's pretty nice. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it was, says I need permission. Ah, uh, son of a bitch! This would help if I actually was better at using the Google Drives. Send uh, it in an email, as opposed to a text message, if you can. That might be easier. All right, let me. Let me um, do that. But that said, DC always has some quality product. I'm glad that you got to tour that booth. Um, see all of their goodness you know the one of the best parts about the um going to the dc booth um is scornfully looking at the diamond stuff as you get there <laughs> yeah 
And that was yeah. my, this, like it's I said, not scornfully. It's just, oh, so much wasted plastic. Oh, I like a bunch of the stuff that Diamond puts out. I'm not going to lie. It was, I will say, Diamond. Uh, can I say anything bad about these people? Just don't name names. Or, okay. Or, don't name names. But you know who we're talking characteristics about. And I already styles. talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG. Yeah, I know. It's the same, it's the same guy. I know Just it is. giving him a, a hard time. I know it is. No, no shock there. Yeah. I mean. Off. Yeah, just. I never liked that guy. Even when he worked for Wizard, I never liked him. Uh, uh, he was rude. Yeah. Uh, and I'm being very. See, I'm, I'm trying not to talk about him like he's FedEx. There's a guy that works for that company that works on the front end of PR and events like this who's got all of the manners of a beehive. There you go. With all of the uh, intelligence of a lead paint chip. All right. That kind of works out then. All right. But just yeah. and for, yeah. you would think that they have like the best products in the world or, or like the, you would you would think that the way he talks, he's yeah. Funko. Yeah. No, no, not yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So much. Who, by the way, I did actually get a chance to meet the CEO of Funko. I was going to say, let's move to Funko since you brought him up. I mean, one of the we didn't nicest. Discuss, we didn't finish discuss, did we finish discussing DC? This is why we need the pictures. In front of us. All right. Well, I'm working. On... I, I don't want to just blow through. That was two minutes, and we didn't even mention about one three products. Well, we can always go back. There's gonna be another week's worth of stuff too. I I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Um. So where you want to talk? You want to talk DC or you want to talk uh, Funko? Which ones? Is there any? I, I like the engines of chaos. Those look really cool. They look really good, um, and they have a Lobo one uh, coming out, uh, which, which we're trying makes to pull a lot up right now. Uh, that's supposed to happen later on. Yeah. They had a nice picture of it, and they say, oh, this is not the scale. It's going to be bigger than this. So it, I'm thinking this thing is going to be freaking ginormous. That's logo should be ginormous. Which is the way it should be, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah we talked about the animated stuff. I really like their animated line. Um, that stuff gets better and better. Yeah, any, any more from their like artist series? Like last year they did the pieces by uh, Chris Uminga, Nooligan, that's the Artist Alley series. Yeah, the Artist Alley series. The other uh, toys, which I'm trying to find the pictures of, they do do do. The other ones that really just popped was, for a lack of a better term, is it almost looked like a DC meets like Toxic Avenger kind of style creep show uh, figures. And these things really, really popped. Was there a name for that line? I'm trying to remember the damn name. This is when I was having a, a few issues with some of the folks over at uh, oh, okay. DC. But um, just really twisted looking yeah, those figures. those are kind of weird looking. In the best way, shape, and form right yeah, there. Yeah, those are kind of bizarro world. Yeah, I'm, Kev, I'm trying to find get this damn thing going so I can send you the... Uh... Oh, I appreciate it. That the Joker one's pretty cool, though. Oh, oh, there you go, OG. Just rub it right in my face. Um, I don't know that you would like it, though, Big Kev. I like it. It kind of reminds me of what if the Joker and Beetlejuice had a baby in the Rat Fink universe? There you go. I don't know. Wow. I mean, I think that kind of sums that up. Good. Yeah, I mean that's one way of putting it. Um, but I like it. I mean that's not a. Knock. It just it, it it pops. It's different. Um, oh, these are the Chrissy Zulo figures, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's Artist uh, Alley, and they're black and white. Those are cool. Her 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 Batgirl is so good. 
trying to get. Oh, and then they they have uh they have them in colored versions too. Oh, OG. Oh, those are really cool. I love Chrissy Zulo's artwork. I have a couple of prints by her. Um, her art is beautiful and fantastic. Um, as a matter of fact, I have a Chrissy Zulo, um, Lydia Dietz print. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Print collection. Lydia Dietz. We're kidding. Well, we were just talking about Beetlejuice, so I was trying to tie it all in together. You know, I was bringing us full circle. That's nice. Just trying to keep things cohesive and moving forward. Oh, like in a in a, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, from beginning to end, they had just had really cool people working there. Uh, they were actually helpful, unlike uh, um, Diamond. Um, and just as one of those things where it's a good thing I couldn't buy these figures because I probably would have tried to walking out with all of them uh, now, these at the same time. These looking figures are pretty awesome. And the cool thing, honestly, with a lot of their stuff is like the, the Do key... they look uh, familiar, uh, OG? Like somebody's work that we've seen that has taken a popular, um, popular geek culture. Uh, popular geek culture um, uh, line, if you will, and made them into wrestlers. No. Oh no, no they don't look like those at all. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't. Uh, if I'm thinking of who you're thinking of, I, I don't know who you're thinking of. But anyway, I think I know who you're thinking of. They don't look like that at all. They, these these are much more stylized. I mean, they almost look like they belong in an artist alley, um, artist alley type line except that there's no artist attributed to them so they must have been developed in house um but that said um yeah okay i don't i don't know why that is because we're looking at them on this end too but um let, let's swear to god okay well <laughs> let, let's move away from dc for just a second we're not going to go to funko yet i'm okay. going to go to something i don't know if you have pictures of these ones but I want to talk about, we'll stick with DC licensed product because we're going to run out of time on this week's show. Next week's show, I think, is going to be a lot more Toy Fair heavy. We'll keep the first segment super short, unlike this week. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the figures that are coming out from Toy Tokyo, Mind Style, and I forget the other line. But they're all the sort of samurai-looking DC figures. I saw uh, the only ones I saw like that were Star Wars and Marvel. No, so um, I I shared a picture of what the Green Arrow figure is going to look like from that line on my Instagram feed. It's oh. called the Imperial Palace to uh, crossover. Uh, it's it's now on display with Pop Life, Mind Style, and Toy Tokyo. Lev from Toy Tokyo actually posted it on his Instagram feed. But it's these like, it's these sort of like Shogun. Ah, you know, I know exactly where those were in the store in the in the show. Kev, can you can you see these? Yeah, I'm trying to get to your Instagram now to, to look at um, it there. If you go to Lev Tokyo, he um, he has them posted on his site as well. But they are freaking beautiful. Um, they all look really really cool. There's Deathstroke, Green Arrow, Superman, Robin, Batman, the Joker, Nightwing, Harlequin, and John Smith, uh, Green Lantern. Um, oh, I see now. I really like these. Like a lot. Like a whole lot. Why? Um, I don't know. I just stylistically, I like them. They look like. They look like something that like Bluefin would put out. Yeah, but that's just it. I, I think if if I may, I think they look like somebody's trying to cheap copy 
the the Star Wars and the Marvel ones no, because but, they don't look that they don't look nearly as good as those pieces. But do. here's but here's why I like them more than I think I like the Bluefin ones. Or is it Bluefin? Is that the right company that I'm thinking of? Tamashi Nations. Tamashi Nations. Um, Bluefin I, is a distributor, okay. I believe. So I like the Tamashi Nations DC pieces, right? I like the concept behind them. Okay. But they are hyper-stylized at times. Almost to the point of being like, I don't know, like like the Batman, they, they put out that that Batman Western one and the cape was all spawn that's, cape looking. That's, that's not Tamashi Nation. So who, who was that then? That's, um... You know which ones I'm talking about. I know exactly the ones you're talking about. And I agree with you on those. I'm talking specifically about Tamashi. We lose him? We lost you in, in, in Skype again, Big Kev. Um, oh, no, there you are. Um, no, I don't know. I like I'm these. talking specifically the Tamashi Nation ones, the Star Wars sure. ones, and the Marvel ones. I didn't realize that Tamashi did marvel ones too i don't think yeah they did iron man cap spider-man oh they did a dr doom or something right did, did my i don't know if they that? did a dr doom the three that i can remember are iron man cap and spider-man well, i don't know if they've done many more of them i mean i like them i think they're cool looking figures i'll definitely get the green arrow figure mm -hmm. you know for reasons um reasons because <laughs> i have a disease Junky. That Junkie. is that the reason? So yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they look I think they look kind of cool. Um since we're running Still empty, out of Nick. Well, I was gonna say, since we're running out of time, why don't we pick some smaller things so we can focus on some bigger stuff next week? All right. Uh and we'll have hopefully you can have the pictures sorted out and in front of you next week, Big Kev. Yeah, I try sending it to you the link one more time. Why don't we try some of these things that you have in front of us? Yeah. Let's talk about them because yeah, I think so, those are kind of cool. So the one guys. thing I want to talk about is exquisite gaming. Um, the What made me stop to look at this booth was the fact that they have these – I want to say these figures were maybe five – no, not five inches tall. They probably had to be maybe five to six inches tall depending on the character. And you got a little statue of a character, and it was able to hold your game controller, your maybe your a tablet – um, they range from Marvel. They had DC, I believe, and of course some actual video game characters as well. There's some Disney properties in there. Yep. Star Wars. And what worked out so well was the fact that this goes perfect with if you have a certain kind of you know skin on your uh, PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo. I have the Spider-Man PS4, so it makes perfect sense for me to get the Spider-Man statue, which holds the game controller, um, so that it uh. It kind of just flows nicely instead of just kind of throwing the, con the controller down on the desk. I'm going to show, uh, I'll, I'll show Big Kev what, uh, what the hell. I'll show him the Deadpool one because it's the biggest picture in the catalog. But um, I was talking about these, Kev, with our friend uh, Booker. Oh, yeah. Those are interesting. Yeah. he was. He's a big fan of them, too. He thought they were really cool as well. Um, there was a Spyro the Dragon one. And I know that Booker, not Booker himself, but I think Booker has a, a customer. Of his, that's a huge Spyro fan. And one cool aspect is they oh, have it shit, set up. The Hulk one holds a fucking switch. Yeah. So what's really cool also is with they had an example <laughs> with the Deadpool. They have a setup where it can also hold your your headphones and also has like a little charging dock if you want to put something down to to uh, charge maybe your yeah. phone even or so control. The Hulk, and there, there's cables as well. Yeah, the Hulk one is a like a statue. It's basically. not just a bust. 
And I mean, on display, they've got him holding a fucking switch. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. It really stood out to me as I was walking by. Um, and there's just a whole bunch. They have some Street Fighter ones yeah. as well. Um, and that was kind of the their main line. They also have um, some other glassware, which I just thought was kind of cool. Because the thing is, it looks like crappy little plastic glass where you'll see yeah. like a diner or a Denny's, but it's actual like real glass like instead of not plastic. Glass, yeah. yeah, it's actual glass. And of course, there's the mugs that have the uh, the superhero's arms for the handle. That's pretty cool. And funny. a nice little uh, little coffee cup tea set and everything like that for for everything else. So I just thought it was a nice flow and, you know, something that would actually be kind of be nice as a gift for someone for their kitchen or just to have for the house. Yeah, so this is one of those companies. So Nick, you it was got a nice a, find. You got a good experience at Toy Fair if you found this company because this is one of those companies that Big Kevin and I typically relish stumbling upon. Yeah. It's one of those companies that we didn't go to see. And I, w- I was doing, and I was but just we're killing. we're glad that we did. Right. And I was just killing time waiting for my time for uh, DC, my appointment there. Yeah. And um, it was just a, a great thing to stumble upon. That's awesome. Do you want to know what the best one of those companies are that we ever stumbled on? What's what? that? Tonner. Tonner was a good one. I thought you were going to say because... Marshmallow Gun. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Um, no. Tonner was in the doll section, which is a section that usually you avoid. Mm, OG and I are in a light jog through. <laughs> right. Oh, the the, you know. the one Toy Fair experience I need to make sure I add is, again, as I was just walking by, because first time at Toy Fair, did not know what to expect. Right. Been there for Comic-Con a bajillion times. As I'm walking, dolls. As I'm, well, as I'm walking, um, someone thought it was a good idea to throw the boomerang out uh, in order to, to try to get people's attention. Right. They didn't realize that standing behind the small group of Asian people was a tall Italian guy. <laughs> this boomerang bonked me right in the head. Nice. The guy goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Pick it up. Break it. Give him to him. Sorry, man. It broke in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> he cursed at me. You, I cursed at him. Did you really do that? I was fucking furious. Oh, my God. I would have given everything in the world to have been there and see him bust that. <laughs> I, you don't understand. I, I'm, I'm a tall person as well. So, And the reason I say this is because every time an OG will vouch, oh, OG, tall also, every, he'll vouch for this. Every time that they're doing one of these stupid things, like a, like a drone or some kind of little, there was, remember those, that year, uh, OG, there was like those flying pixie yep. fucking things. Every t- and, these, and, the, and the balloons, you know, that just float near you. Every single time. Every single time I've wanted to grab that thing and destroy it in front of them. And I always think to myself, nope, OG will be furious at me <laughs> if I grab that thing and destroy it. I was so I don't do it. Livid. <laughs> Good uh, that, on you. I wish I had been That's there hilarious. That. I mean, I that give is you a lot of credit. I'll that be takes honest a with lot you, of balls. That is the thing I probably will have missed most about not being a toy fit <laughs> this year. <laughs> I, I, I honestly did not want to tell you guys specifically so I could tell you at the show. Yeah. So that's, that's why amazing. I wanted to stop talking about that controller. Oh, thing yeah. So I could no, tell you. that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Furious. Played. Sons of bitches. All right. Um, I think with that, um, we're going to. There you go. Oh, hey, I got the pictures now. There you hey, go. all right. Perfect timing. So, with that, OG. So, see, look how beautiful that is. All right, guys. Next week is going to be a super light week on news. We will do the majority of next week on Toy Fair. So right. expect like a good 40 plus minutes on Toy Fair next week. Um, it is running a little late and it is snowing and icing outside. So we are going to call this week's episode uh, uh, a 
go. But don't forget, you can find us online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. On social media, you can find myself at GeekStuffOG across all of the social media platforms, um, including, of course, Twitch, as we mentioned earlier. Big Kev, where can they find you? Big Kev GS on the Xbox network uh, uh, as I patiently await Red Dead Redemption 2 to get out of beta and uh, BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And, and Mr. Monty? I am on Twitter as Monty's Mayhem. Nice. Um, don't forget, you can also find us uh, facebook.com backslash BK Geek Stuff, patreon.com backslash BK Geek Stuff. And I think, Big Kev, with that... We will end this episode of Big Kesky Stuff. Yeah, actually, I, I have all the pictures now. <laughs> so now we can end. There you go. With, with that, OG, we will bring this train wreck to a halt. Uh, the way we end some train wrecks by saying, Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Yeah.